0: Well, hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Dr. Siobhan here. I am so excited to talk with you today. So excited that you have pressed play and get ready for a powerful conversation. So here's the thing. I have a daughter. Many of you know I have a little girl. Her name is Madison. She is literally the cutest little girl ever, and she's got a thick head of hair, right? Super thick, lot of hair, came out of the womb with, like, this full head of curly hair. And so, you know, we're at the point now where her hair, in order for it to, like, be presentable and for us to get out of the house in any reasonable amount of time each morning um, I get her hair braided and so each time we are preparing for the braid visit <laughs> or the braid salon experience depending on who's braiding her hair you know there's prep involved so I'm washing her hair and then I'm combing through her hair to get all the tangles out and then we are drying her hair to make sure you know there aren't tangles and that it's dried and that it dries straighter rather than curlier so it's easier to braid and you know this whole process takes probably about 90 minutes to two hours, potentially, if I'm actually taking out the previous braids, then washing, then combing, then drying. And I have to be honest, over time, she has gotten much less accommodating and willing and easy in this process. And it's become really difficult. And I have to manage my own mind around it. Um and it's something that i see that we just have to get through right we just have to get through this because on the other side of this two hours is typically two weeks of like worry-free hair right like we just wake up the hair is looking great we can go on about our day and we don't have to bother with hair for another two weeks and as i think about that right for her this is a painful process right it's it's uncomfortable she's tender headed and super <laughs> dramatic about that again she's 5 but you know all the while i know as her mother that like this is just necessary to make everything else go more smoothly and easier down the line so let's just acknowledge and deal with and get through the pain of this process right now for these next two hours for the sake of two weeks where we don't have to worry about your hair. I don't even have to touch your hair except to put a bow or, you know, something in it. And as I thought about this experience with my daughter and her hair, it made me think about you and about us and about everyone that may be going through pain in their marriage right now, right? We are experiencing a disappointment or a letdown or. Um, you know, some mismatch of expectation or we're grieving the loss of what we thought our marriage was going to be, who we thought our husband was and how we wanted him to show up for us. And many times that experience is painful. And when we don't know the point of the pain, when we don't know the purpose of the pain, when we're just sitting there hurting and uncomfortable and feeling let down, it's really difficult. But when we can see some sense of a point, right? Some better end in sight, some relief down the line, some purpose to this pain that makes it tolerable now because we know what's on the other side is going to be for our good or just so much better or give us something that's easier later. Then we can approach it with a slightly different and better perspective and so that is really what i want to talk with you all about today is the pain that you may be experiencing and how to make your healing process from that pain productive and purposeful and to have a point so, the first thing that I just want to offer is really the distinction between what I would call sort of unproductive or pointless pain versus productive and purposeful pain, right? So, even if we just take the situation with my daughter, I'm not just, you know, hurting her hair and hurting her head for the sake of hurting it, right? It has a point i know the end result of this experience and so i think many times it's the same way with god right and whatever we may be experiencing in our marriage or in our lives and when we don't see the point when we don't understand we are very you know subject to creating and perpetuating unproductive pain And what unproductive pain feels like is, first of all, it feels like there's no end in sight. It feels like the worst experience you are going through. It seems like just like the depths of despair where you're confused and you're hurting and you're, you know, disheartened and you're just down, right? You're just down. It's like you fall down and you stay down. There's no getting up. There's no, you know, hope for something better. It's just like, here I am in purgatory of pain. And this is just how it is. This is just what I am relegated to. And I think this happens in a lot of different ways in a lot of different situations in marriage. On the one hand, um, if you are experiencing pain because, you know, your husband cheated on you, that pain feels like the entire person you thought he was is now gone, right? He was this person that you thought you knew, you thought you understood. And now you are presented with a completely different version of him that feels like a total stranger. And you feel unsafe and you feel um, just like the wool has been pulled over your eyes. And when you can't you know, do the things that I'm going to suggest in terms of healing and processing and creating productive pain, then it just feels like this is your lot in life now. And other ways that this shows up in marriage is, you know, if you and your husband are just disconnected, and you're not having the emotional intimacy that you want, and you don't feel like, you know, you're deeply connected and in tune and in sync with each other, pointless pain there may be thinking things like, well, this is just how it is now. Like, I'm just never going to be happy in this relationship. This is just what I have and I have to settle and I have to suffer and I'm just never going to be happy. Both of those are examples of pointless pain. On the other hand, productive pain or purposeful pain is something that you can lean into. It's something that you don't have to sort of get sucked into where it brings you down completely, but it's just sort of like you lean into it and you allow it to be there because you know that on the other side, something better is waiting for you. And I want to share with you how to heal from the angle of seeing the pain that you may be experiencing right now as productive. I don't want you to feel like you are stuck in this painful experience and that's the end of the story because that's not true at all. And so I want to just share three really important aspects of creating an experience for yourself where you can heal and you can see the disappointment, the letdown, the um you know, the removal of what you expected as productive, as a productive experience that serves you and serves ultimately what you want in your life. So the first thing that needs to happen is you need to find meaning. And so I am such a firm believer that every experience in our life, good or bad, is there to teach us something. It is for a purpose, right? Now, let me be clear there are senseless things that just happen senseless traumas, senseless, you know, attacks and things that we hear about in the news or maybe, you know, things that you've experienced in your life that just feel senseless. And I think that in the instance or in the moment where that thing happened, it may make no sense, right? It may just be like, this was a tragedy that just serves no point. No good can come of this. But that doesn't serve you, right? Like That just leaves you in this unproductive, pointless pain. What I think is... A better approach so you feel better is to create meaning, is to identify for yourself like what was the point of this? What was I supposed to get out of this horrible, you know, saddening, upsetting experience? And I think that comes from being able to give things meaning. So taking it back to your marriage, I want you to think about if you are experiencing pain right now what is the meaning behind it? What is the lesson you are supposed to learn? What is the value that this experience can add to your life? So for example, I know many of you struggle with feeling disconnected from your husband, right? Like maybe he doesn't like to do the things you like to do or maybe he's not as... um forthcoming with talking with you, right? He's there listening, but maybe he's not engaging in the conversation with you or maybe he's not being emotionally vulnerable with you and talking about his feelings and talking about how he feels and expressing to you how much he loves you and you know I'm I'm saying this to you and myself too, right? Cuz one of the things I know you all appreciate so much about Uh, the content I share is that I'm transparent about my own struggles. And so, you know, this particular example is something that I constantly have to evaluate, assess, and coach myself on even in my own marriage, because my husband is just a very different person than I am. And your husband is likely a very different person than you are. And so when you're matched with someone who approaches things differently, it causes you to just like wonder, like, Are we well suited for each other? Is this really going to work out? And when you are experiencing those disappointments and those letdowns and you don't have meaning behind them, then of course that's where you're going to land. But what I have done and continue to do and want to share with you is to find meaning. And so, in that particular example, you know, what I have had to learn for myself is like, you know, if my husband, is not as excited or engaged in something that is important to me, what is the the opportunity for myself in that, right? And so what I have learned is that in those moments, one, I get to become stronger myself, right? I get to self-soothe. I get to validate myself. I get to be interested in something because I'm interested in it, not because he's interested in it also. The other thing that has happened is it's caused me to turn more to God. And as I was even journaling today, and this idea for this uh, podcast episode came to me, one of the things that I, I wrote was that you know, these times and these situations, even in my own marriage, are just a reminder to get what I need from God. And what I wrote exactly was like, in him, there is no lack. In God, there is no lack. So anything you feel that your husband is not bringing to the table in terms of what you want for your experience together, then the meaning you can derive in order to turn sort of pointless pain into productive pain is maybe this is just an opportunity for me to deepen my relationship with God. Maybe this is just the opportunity for me to seek God first for all of my needs, even the emotional ones, right? I think that's something that as believers, we know to do like when it's a financial situation or we need God to provide or we need God's protection in a particular instance. But when it comes to our emotional needs, especially when we're married and we're looking for our husband to provide that for us and he's not, then unless you know that God can provide that to you, you won't ever have it met, right? You'll just circle around feeling this lack of the emotional intimacy and the emotional connection that you want. And so going to God first, you know, it's sort of like, When I can't connect with my husband or when, you know, I'm feeling lonely and this is for you too, right? I is like the proverbial I, me, you, everybody is get in the presence of God. Like God is always there, always. So you never have to feel lonely unless you want to choose to feel lonely and you just have to be onto yourself and recognize that's what you're doing. Um, So again, the first and one of the most important pieces to healing and turning what feels like pointless pain into purposeful pain is to find the meaning. What is it you're supposed to get out of this? What is it? that you were supposed to learn and how are you supposed to grow in the absence of that, right? The Bible talks about how in our weakness, God's strength is made perfect. And that applies for your marriage In the weak areas of your marriage, God's power, right, is bigger and greater and he can fill that gap. The second thing that I wanna offer in terms of healing and making everything feel like it has a purpose and a point when you are in pain is to seek awareness. And what I'm going to say, you might resist initially, you might not like this at all, but it is so important and so valuable when it happens for you. And the awareness I encourage you to seek is an awareness of how you created the situation that you are experiencing I know you're like what I didn't create this I didn't want this I'm trying to run away from this right and again I'll just offer you two examples because I think it shows up multiple ways in a marriage Um, but if you're feeling really disconnected from your husband and if he's not wanting to talk with you and spend time with you that you want and you know that at some point he did right this is really an important part like if he's just acting the way he's always acted then you know that is you changing your expectations but if you have a husband who was once Caring and considerate and engaged and present and making an effort and wanting to spend time with you. And now you have someone who couldn't be bothered with you, who's shut off from you emotionally, who is distant. That is a calling card for you to go into a deeper level of awareness for yourself in terms of how you contributed to it being that way how did you show up when were the times you made him feel disrespected or when were the times that you were argumentative or when were the times that you were selfish thinking about your own needs and not his when were the times that you were dismissive of his ideas or that you weren't engaged with him or that you didn't really care about what he was doing right everything will come back to you. And I don't say that as like, a oh, you need to be worried about karma. But a lot of times I feel like we walk around with just this lack of awareness of how we've contributed to things not being as great as we want them to. And I want to encourage you to seek that awareness, to open your eyes to yourself and how who you were being Months ago, years ago, even, is now creating the ripple effect of what you are experiencing in your marriage right now. The other way this shows up sometimes is again, in infidelity. People are like, wait a minute. No, he was the one that cheated. He was the one that, you know, had the bad behavior. How am I responsible for this? And what I can say is that thinking that way doesn't help you, it doesn't serve you. Now, I'm not in any way saying that he's not responsible for his actions because he absolutely is, right? He had a choice and he made whatever choice he made. But what I am saying is that when you only blame him and when you look at the affair as the only thing ever wrong with your marriage, then you can only be in pointless pain, right? Because he's the only one that could have made it better. He's the only one that is at fault. And you close yourself off to seeing yourself in a way that can actually help you and in a way that is actually necessary for your healing. And so this actually happened Just last night, with a client that I'm working with whose husband has been unfaithful. And, you know, what happens for so many women in this situation, we feel blameless, and all the people that know us, right, that know you, think you're blameless too. Like, oh my gosh, how could he do that to you? He is horrible, right? Like, he's so wrong. You should totally leave him. I would never stand up for that, right? And, those friends and those family members mean so well, right? They they have your best interest at heart, but they're going about it the wrong way. And some of the conversations that I've been able to have with this client, where she was like, wow, like you're the first person to tell me to not only blame him, you're the first person to encourage me to look at myself in this situation. And how did i attract this in our relationship how did i contribute to him feeling like this was a good option for him to exercise now again i offer that and i don't i want you to use this to serve you because obviously with my coaching client, we can go in depth in this. I can like coach her and direct her thinking to use this in a way that feels productive for you because we're kind of just having this one-way conversation. I I want you to tread lightly on this because it, it is a balance. It is definitely a balance and that's why, you know, Having a coaching experience is so valuable because your coach can get in and see how you're taking information and, you know, help you see it in a way that's going to serve you. I can't do that obviously on this podcast, but I do just want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through in your marriage, that when you have an awareness of yourself and how you contributed to in some way what you are experiencing that takes you from blaming your husband only to being able to take some level of personal responsibility. And when you can take some level of personal, excuse me, when you can take some level of personal responsibility, it puts you in control of creating a different result. That is the only reason I want you to have the awareness. It is not to shame you, it is not to blame you, but it is to open your eyes and to empower you to see how, wow, if I can see how my actions, my thinking, my way of being you know, played a part in this, Then I can also see how if I change my thinking, if I change my actions, if I change my way of being, then I can produce a different result for myself. And I always want you to be in the position of being able to create a different result for yourself independent of what your husband is doing. But when you don't have that awareness and when all you do is blame him, then you never get there and you spiral into pointless pain and unproductive pain because in your mind, he's the only solution. Him changing is the only solution to you feeling better. And that's just not the truth of it. Okay, so the third thing that is also necessary in your healing process is hope. You gotta have hope. Now, hope can look a lot of different ways. For some of you, hope may just mean believing that you are going to be okay, believing that you will be happy again, believing that your life is going to turn out good and better on the other side of what you're going through right now. That may not mean that your marriage stays together. That may not mean that your husband changes. But when you have hope in something better and you hold on to the promise that God gave you that all things are working for your good, Then no matter what you're experiencing now, you know that if you just keep pushing through, if you keep enduring, if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, eventually you're going to arrive on the other side and the other side of this is good. For others of you, that may mean that your marriage is turned around. It may mean that you know, your husband does have a change, you have a change, things dramatically shift and are transformed in your marriage. Right. And so hope for you in this dark season or in this challenging time where you're working through your own healing process, hope for you may mean just hanging on God's word that God can make all things new, that there is no situation that he can't turn around. Right? So hope can take the shape of a lot of different things, but you have to find where you can have hope, right? Maybe right now your hope isn't in your husband changing and that's okay. Put your hope in God, put your hope in a better future, put your hope in yourself that you are learning to get through this and that you are growing stronger and that you are believing in yourself and that you are loving yourself and that you are being the person that you need to be for yourself. Right? So find where you can hope. Right? It may even just be like hoping that I can get through another day of this. Right? I can find something of joy in my day today. But you have to be able to hang on to hope. Otherwise you just spin out and stay stuck in pointless and unproductive pain, right? So again, the three points that are so essential for your healing is finding meaning. What are you supposed to get out of this pain, right? God is not going to just put you here and leave you here. There is some point. Awareness. What is it that you need to see and to know about yourself for how you were a party and actually played a role in creating the pain that you now experience? And then hope, hang on to some kind of hope. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for even wanting to heal, even wanting to process your pain in a way that serves you. Right? Not everyone is conscious to the choices they have and the power they have to transform their pain into something that's really powerful and beneficial to their lives. And so I just want to honor you for seeing the title of this podcast and knowing that you needed this, that you needed this message right now. And I'm grateful to be used to share it with you. And so what I also want to do is just invite you, if you feel like you are going through a healing process, you are maybe trying to find purpose and create a point out of any pain you may be experiencing in your marriage, I want to just offer to extend my help to you right obviously on this podcast we're having a one-way conversation but i invite you to consider having a two-way conversation with me where i can really hear and understand what's happening for you specifically and give you a perspective that's necessary on your healing journey and so if that is something that you are interested in, I encourage you to reach out to me directly. You can do that through a web link that I have set up where you can schedule a free one-hour consultation call with me. If you feel like you are at a place where you need coaching, you need my assistance, I encourage you to just reach out and have the conversation to make sure that we're a great fit for each other. And so you can do that with the link le forward slash schedule with Siobhan. I will link to it in the show notes. And if you're ever wondering, like, what are the show notes? Where are the show notes? Usually in each podcast episode, there is a thing that you can click. I know it's this way, definitely on iPhones, but it says details. It's like a light blue details button. And if you click that, Um, when you see the podcast title, it opens up like a drop down box that has all the show notes and sort of my overview of what we're going to talk about, but also has any links that you can click directly. So you don't have to like try to write it down and maybe you spelled things wrong. The direct link is right there. And those are the show notes. So again, when you're on your phone, there should be something that says details or see more, but um, that is where the show notes are and that's where all these links are that I reference. So the link again is bit.ly call schedule, excuse me, schedule with Siobhan. I have two different links. So it's bit.ly forward slash schedule with shavon and shavon is spelled c-h-a-v as in victor o-n-n-e okay so i would love to hear your voice on the other side so definitely consider reaching out to me if you feel like you could use some coaching on this and you want my help specifically thank you again for tuning in thank you for being courageous enough to engage in your own healing And I really hope that this perspective and this angle of thinking about it has been helpful for you in keeping you out of pointless and unproductive pain and moving you into productive and purposeful pain. I will be back with you next week. Until then, have an amazing, amazing day. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.